This week's feature Reddit post is my girlfriend believes she should not have to help with any bills in the house because I make more than her. Welcome to Simple Money Solutions Podcast, your path to financial independence through deliberate lifestyle choices. I'm your host, Courtney, and I'm joined with my co-host, Trevor. And this week's post is my girlfriend believes she should not have to help with any bills in the house because I make more than her. So a lot of people write posts on Reddit, you know, they'll, they'll put a real catchy, you know, dramatic, very dramatic title in their post because they want people to comment on it. They want input from other Reddit users. So why wouldn't you make this as dramatic as possible? And I think this is a pretty dramatic, obviously it got my attention. We're doing an episode on it, but in terms of sharing expenses in shared living, you know, an arrangement where you're, you're sharing living arrangements with somebody it could be a life partner, could be just a roommate. Uh, finances are going to strain every relationship. Quite often, you know, I told my one daughter, uh, don't live with your friends. She was mentioning these, this circle of friends was going to be her wedding party. And I, I thought that's how close she is to them. And I said, well, whatever you do, do not live with them because <laughs> they'll never be in your wedding party. Because living with somebody and when you bring money into any relationship of any kind, it strains the relationship. It, it it either takes it to another level or it destroys it. That 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 there, there's no there's rarely a middle ground when it comes to money and relationships. Would you would you agree with that, Courtney? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it, you either come together or you you're actually destroyed. That the, the, there's there's those are the only two places I could imagine uh, uh, money and relationships going. They say you should never mix money with family. That's a very common expression I've heard and. I've seen it go bad in a, in a hurry and you should never mix money with friends outside of like splitting a bill on dinner or something. Like, don't, don't mix money with friends. You'll just create resentment. And I think this, this episode and this topic, not everyone listening to this may be able to exactly relate to the detail for detail post, but I think the overall concepts like you're saying, even with a roommate and roommate situation is relatable regardless if you are a parent or you are in a situation, you know someone who's in a situation that resembles this. I think there there's going to be some really great takeaways. And I think the, you know, the money involved in, in a, a splitting costs, it, it, it can do one of two things. One is it, it suggests your commitment to a situation. It could be going on vacation, your commitment to that vacation is you know the money you put in? It, it could be you're you're just showing interest in, it. and it could be a financial hardship, like you're helping somebody who really can't afford to do it on their own. So, the reason for you know bringing money into any sort of friendship of any kind, the reason is I think irrelevant. the 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 result of bringing money into a relationship of any kind, the outcome is almost all the same. It's one of the two things I described: train wreck or it, it grows the relationship, but the reasons, they, they could be any reason, but the outcomes tends to always be the same. No, I agree with that. The focus, like you're saying, is more valuable when it's placed on on the outcome. 
So before we dive into today's show, if, if you're new here, if you're the, this is the first time you are listening to a Simple Money Solutions episode, Trevor and I are not new to the podcasting space. We have been uh, hosting Simple Money Solutions for the last five years, and uh, we're back into podcasting with the Reddit edition. It's been reintroduced, and, and this time around, we are looking at Reddit, one of our, our favorite uh, platforms, and reviewing some some posts from the Personal Finance Canada subreddit that are pertinent and 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 relevant to the Canadians listening and the Canadians um, Canadian space. So every show we look at four different segments. We look at the rundown, the link, the upvote, and the solutions. So we take we take you through with us uh, post by post uh, through that journey. So I'm going to start off with uh, with jumping into our first segment, uh, the rundown. This is where we give our opinions about the post. Um, so I'll read the post first, and then we'll 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 take a look at it uh, and and break it down. So as as indicated, the title of this post is my girlfriend, and it's she's 25 years old. I'm going to throw that in now. Uh, believes she should not have to help with any bills in the house because I make more than her already I, th- I think we're off to a bad start but so is this how it goes so my girlfriend started a business two years and during that time I made sure I covered all the bills that's very kind of him expenses groceries etc it's been two years later now so four years later so it's four years in total and I gave her more than enough time to save some money for herself recently we have been kicking off because I asked her to cover the hydro bill $100 a month while I cover rent $2,350, internet $70, and groceries roughly $500. As she believes she is a woman and women should not have to pay any bills and that I make a lot more than her, so I should have, she should have nothing to worry about. What should I do? That's a lot to unpack there, Trevor. We'll, we'll circle back around to that. The rest of it goes to add on to that. She does not want to help with any with any finances, but believes I, ha- I have to be taking her out to dinner, parties, spending money on her, etc. Oh, that's uh, that's hefty. So that uh, he, this, I, I'm assuming, like I, I'm assuming this is a um, a male writing this post, but he says I'm gonna send the link to the thread um, of of this sub this subreddit to her so that she can read the posts. But that's uh, that's a lot to work with. So like I always say with any story, there's three sides to every story. There's his side, her side, and the reality, which is the truth, what happened. It's somewhere in the middle, probably. Now, I, I'm going to just take a couple of takeaways from this. So she started her own business, and I'm doing air quotes. I'm doing huge, <laughs> ginormous air quotes. <laughs> there's businesses, and then there's hobbies. And I want to bet you, Okay, if his sto- if if the truth of this story leans more toward him and less toward her, and I, I'm just not saying that's the case, but just stay with me on the assumption that the, the truth leans more toward his version of the story. Her business is a hobby, and it doesn't make any money, and it consumes a lot of time. So he's he's possibly trying to make a point, saying this is not a business. <laughs> you need to you need to ante up some money. And I'm going to prove to you this is not a business, it's a hobby, because you have no money to contribute. Your thoughts on that? So I I have to agree with you. I So Trevor, I have to say you are a lot more 
empathetic and compassionate to the other the other side of of the the equation. I I tend to jump right to conclusions and I will I will easily side with the person who's posting. So I, I just wanna I wanna I wanna preface that that I admire that empathy, but I agree with you. I think um I think at this point it's 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 definitely a hobby it sounds like and I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna jump up in a little bit of a soapbox here but I I, I really feel strongly that if her like she could love what she's doing for her business but I think at some level you have to acknowledge that that life is expensive or there's expenses to life and you have to take ownership of those I mean if the boyfriend and we're gonna assume it's a boyfriend here wasn't in the picture how would she be able to carry herself if she hasn't paid any bills for the last I must I think it's four years unless it's um unless it's two years she started a business two years ago and now it's two years later but regardless I mean usually I'm not I'm not an entrepreneur here but usually in the first I don't know how many months it takes to see if a business will succeed but I mean I like if it's been two four years it should be it should be up and running now and if it's not I think yeah you have to ask yourself some hard tough questions and and pull yourself Well, if it's not up and running now if it's not up and running now it's a hobby yeah yeah (laughs) that's the reality but now let's let's take her position on this a little bit now let's just say um Maybe he sold her a bag of goods saying, you know, hey, come live with me, come and move, move with me, and I will take care of you. I will pave your road in, road in gold. I will make you a kept woman if that's really what you want. Maybe he, he sold her a bag of goods and maybe he's, maybe he's tired of that now. Maybe, maybe he's changed his mind. Maybe he, maybe he works a miserable job and he thought, you know, he could do this and, and now he can't. So is it what do you think of that perspective yeah like that could easily be I mean I think it's the only explanation that makes sense when he is saying that she believes that he should be taking her out to dinner dinners and parties and spending money on her I mean it's 2022 like I I haven't yet to meet uh, another female who who kind of has those expectations so what you're saying is not could not be far off like what if he's drilled that into her, into her mind? Like th- this is what I, you know. Maybe he's been doing that from day one, and he he never lets her pay, and and then all of a sudden he he's, you know, changed his his mind, and she hasn't had a chance to warm up to this this new new version of him. Yeah, and 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 maybe maybe two years ago when the business started. Um, he said to her, you know what, if this is your dream, I'm, I'm getting behind it. I'm going to support you and, and your passion. Um, you know what, and focus and devote yourself to your business and I will cover all the bills and I'll make sure we still have fun. Maybe, maybe that was what was, was kind of the conversation back then. And perhaps he said she, you know, she, she had this business idea and he, she, she asked him if he would, if she's on board with him, her doing this. And maybe, may just maybe he said, okay, let's give it two years and see where it goes. P- possibly, or that, that that sounds fair. Like you're going to start a new business, G- give me some runway. Let me like, give me two years and see where it goes. So maybe the two years is up, but she's not ready to give up on her dream. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you don't know too. Maybe maybe she's they're right at the threshold, or she's right at the threshold of of making money. Maybe maybe she, maybe it is earning money, but it's not enough to. Um, pay herself and and pay household expenses. Maybe it's just making enough to keep the business alive. Like we we don't we don't quite have all the details, and it's it's a good it's a good kind of point that you're raising, Trevor. 
Here's one more spin. <laughs> I got lots of spins on this. Maybe he's asking her to pay some bills to strain her expenses to, to show her that she's got to up her game. Like her business is good. You just need to, you need to be a little more driven. And if you had some expenses to pay, that would create a bit of urgency on her end, right? If you got to pay this hydro bill and maybe a little bit of groceries, it's going to strain her finances. She's going to have to work a little harder, push her business idea along a little further and maybe take some risks. Maybe, just maybe that's that's what he's trying to accomplish by by getting her to pay some bills and get involved financially. It's it's not a bad theory. And, and when we're looking at the bills that he's asking her to pay, it's just a, I, I say just, but it seems like a just $100 a month um, hydro bill. So you are right. If, if there's just, we, there's that saying that you'll use all the time that you've been allotted. So maybe, maybe in this case, um, she's not, she doesn't have that will or that pressure to, to push herself harder, like you're saying. So you're right. That could be a really good kind of motivator to, to, to keep going, to keep pushing. Now here's my last maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe she's a princess <laughs> and she's never worked a day in her life and she never plans to ever work a day in her life. And she has been handed everything, every moment of her life. And she wants that continue for the rest of her life. Maybe. So in, uh, in, in our third segment of, uh, we'll re- we'll get into some, um, some, some comments and we'll, we'll see if, uh, which kind of, which perspective is really supported in the comments, but I do, um, I do appreciate, uh, your different perspectives. You're, you're, you're definitely, uh, thinking way outside the box, more outside the box than I, I do, um, I tend to, I tend to side very easily with the, with the, with the poster, but a, a question for you before we do move on to the next uh, segment I mean, this question is definitely very, as as all Reddit Reddit posts are, is very specific. There's a lot of specific nuances that just relate to these individuals. But in general, is this is this a good question, a bad question? Um, is this one to, that this person should even be asking? Is is this is do you think this comes up more more commonly than uh, than we think? And we will get into our own personal experiences as well in, in the link in the next segment. But just overall, what are your thoughts on that, Trevor? I think it's a good question. It's an extreme question. I think normally the question is how much should each partner contribute given their incomes? I think that is the the question most people struggle with. Given a great disparity in incomes, what should each person's contribution be to the household finances? Should it be 50-50? The fact that one person makes more, they, they get a, a bigger benefit. The one person makes less, well, that sucks to be you. <laughs> you know, so... It, it, it's. I think the bigger question is how should the finances be um, split, not if if one person should contribute and the other person shouldn't. So I, I think that that is a a bigger overarching question that most people could relate to. Yeah, no, no, I agree with you on that. And I mean, taking into perspective all the the different perspectives that the reality of the situation could be taking on. Do you think there is a little bit of, I guess, unfairness in, in the situation in general, just for, for both sides? And and where do you stand, too, on the idea of kind of telling or if, if I mean, we'll get we'll we'll, we'll move on through the, the segments, but just in general for 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 saying, hey, maybe the girlfriend should 
make that hard decision to, to pursue something else. Like where, where, where's your head at and, and respect to the girlfriend making that decision to, to pursue something different and kind of set her, her business aside. Well, I, I think like I mentioned at the beginning, is it a hobby or is it business? I think after two years, if you can't support yourself or, or your share of, of the expenses at some level, maybe not 50, 50, maybe 60, 40, 70, 30, if you can't if you can't make a a, a sig, not a significant but a, a reasonable contribution to the bills of the household you you really just have a hobby and I think after two years you really need to move on and, and either keep pursuing your business on the side and get a real job or do something to make the business profitable yeah no and we'll uh, we'll definitely wrap up uh, in the solution segment with some more ideas around how how the situation can be handled i want to i want to move along to to the link and and the, this segment is where we reflect on our personal experiences so I, reflecting back on on maybe your experiences early on um even even maybe back when you were living with your parents as a as a young uh, teenager into your 20s and kind of how and even with friends and roommates and 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 then when you began living with your wife and before she was your wife what did that kind of look like for you and and do you have any comparisons that you can contrast against this post so when when I graduated from post-secondary education and got a job my parents made me pay room and board I can't remember how much it was but I remember hating it (laughs) I remember just you know really feeling you know ripped off by the what having to pay that where I used to live here for free now I have to pay and, um, but I was earning an income. I think it was a fair request looking back, right? You know, if, if you're going to live here and make money, you might as well make a contribution. So that was kind of my first experience in sharing bills with, was with my parents. And I'm sure the amount I contributed was just a pittance of what it cost to run the house. So it, I'm, I'm certain knowing my parents, I, I was making it like a bandit. I didn't feel like it at the time. But then when we, me and my wife got together prior to being married, we had an apartment Luckily, we both made around the same amount of money, but my wife had brought some student debt with her. And so I, we, we together, we paid down that student debt and paid it off. So in a way, I kind of inherited some expenses that I, the way I looked, here's how I looked at it is, my wife was making the same money I was, girlfriend at the time. The reason she was making that much money, or as much as she was, was because of that education. So I was kind of directly benefiting from that student loan. And also, I, I, I wanted, you know, she was my life partner, or at least I saw her being that at the time, and I, I wanted to, you know, I wouldn't want to see her suffer. So we we kind of knew we were going to work out early on, so I had no problem with it. But just say it was still a transactional relationship. You know, I wasn't sure. My mindset was I'm benefiting from that student loan. You know, I'm d- directly benefiting. If she's able to split the bills 50-50, then I, I'm directly benefiting from that. So it's kind of a way of looking at it. So that's about as far as my personal experience goes. Uh, from the time me and my wife together, we didn't split the bills. What we did is we combined our finances. So it was one big pot of money. And again, it was easy because we made the same money. So we just threw our money all in the same pot and we just paid the bills and we had spending money. I think we figured out a reasonable amount of spending money each and and it worked. It, it's it's worked out pretty good for the last. Uh, well, we've been married for thirty years, and we probably okay. I'm gonna go back say thirty five years. It's worked pretty good. So, so I wouldn't mess with that formula for us. So I have I have a 
ton to unpack from from everything you just said, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tangent a little bit um, in some of the questions I'm asking. But one of my first questions for you is, and I'm glad you brought it up, but the room and board situation with your parents. I'm as a parent yourself. I'm I'm curious. Um, when you're when you have your children living with you, your adult children living with you, who who are earning an income what are your thoughts now on, on that, on charging that uh, room and board? And even looking back, do you think it was beneficial for your parents to charge it to you? And it's, I only ask cause it's, it seems like a kind of a touchy sensitive topic. And I, I, I guess I'm, now that you're kind of, you have perspective, I'm, I'm curious on, on your perspective. Well, to start with, I think my parents charged me room and board as a suggestion that maybe you should get a place of your own. <laughs> I really do think that's what they were, you know, that was the, the sort of the underlying message that that at, at whatever age I was, I think I was 22 at the time. So, so to maybe st- 23. Just to just to kind of I guess stop you there before you go any further. Wh- why I guess de- I guess depending on where you live too and the, the cost of, of living at the time. But was that a fair? Do you think fair assessment that that it was a good time for you to to move out too? Um, I I think I was ready. Like it it seemed pretty fair. I I don't think. Um, living with your parents as adults is is healthy for any relationship. Like a, a, an adult child living with their parents uh, for indefinitely, I think you know the the parent can't help but treat the child like the adult child like a child at some level because you've been their parent their whole life. So I, I just think it ends up being a strained relationship, and and that's actually what was happening to me and my parents at the time. And I can you know that's a long time ago. I can still remember how the relationship was strained. And when I moved out, the relationship between me and my parents, it got better, you know, in leaps and bounds. So it was the right decision and it was the right time. Oh, in terms of me, um, adult children living with me, if if those adult children were, were living with me and not paying any rent or room and board or contributing toward the bills, but they were trying to accomplish something financially in life, something significant like saving up to buy a car or saving up to buy a house. If, if they were trying to accomplish something that would get them ahead in life, I would 100% have them live with me and not pay any living costs, knowing I'm helping them achieve something in you know to move their life forward. Now, if they're just going to live with me, not pay anything, and run around and blow all their money... It, you know, I'm not trying to tell them how they should and shouldn't should or shouldn't spend their money, but at the same time, I don't want them to. I I think by getting growing getting your own place and growing up and moving out, I think you grow as a person, and you get some independence, you get some freedoms, and you get some responsibilities, and I think nothing but good can come from that. Now, you don't want to do it to the point that you're suffering. So if if you send your child out on their own and they don't have much of an education and much of an income and they're living in a, a very makeshift living accommodations. It's maybe borderline not safe. There's no growth or anything coming from that experience. So it really, I think you have to leave it to your discretion. No, no, that makes sense. And I, I want to, I mean, I'm, I'm tangenting so hard. Well, not really. This, this episode is about bills and splitting bills, but I really want to unpack your experience with, um, splitting bills and splitting finances and combining finances. I think this is really a prevalent and, and relevant point that I think a lot of uh, individuals listening today will be able to kind of latch on to. So 
you said early on that you you identified your wife as, as a life partner, but for anyone listening to this today who maybe is is, is more I want to say as optimistic, but it's maybe more cautious about that idea of, of combining finances, but really wants to be as cautious. My one question that that kind of comes forward is how, what, if, if you are kind of combining finances or living off one, uh, one partner's income and saving the other, in your mind, how, you're not, I guess, building that emergency fund should something happen in a relationship. So I'm, I'm just curious to kind of get your sense, your gauge or your opinion on, on how to handle that. Well, you, it's definitely an element of risk. I mean, if you pull your money together with some person and it doesn't work out, the dividing that money up becomes very difficult. I mean, without a, a marriage, I, I don't know that you, you could get a lawyer to involve that. I don't know what, what the... Circum, you know, I don't even know how you, you would divide that pot up. So I, I wouldn't combine it. I probably took a chance doing it. We took a chance, but we kind of came into it with nothing and the same income. So yeah, I, the, there was probably an element of risk there, but it, it worked out. I, I've heard of a lot of cases where people get, you know, completely robbed blind. I mean, I've read some on Reddit where, where it didn't work out and, and one person usually the person making the post basically left penniless and i mean that happens so i'm not saying what i did is a good idea i'm just saying it worked out for me yeah no no and it's a valid point that uh the differentiation between maybe not always agreeing is a good idea but knowing that it worked out for you but uh, no i your perspective on that is is definitely definitely enlightening and with respect to the fact that you and your wife or girlfriend at the time um, made similar money, did that, how, I, how much, I guess, or how heavily did that impact kind of the decision that you made to, to, to do what you did, I guess. And, and do you think anything would have been different if, if, or I guess even how would you have approached it if, if one of her or you were, were making substantially more or less? I, I really don't know. You know, we 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 were never there. So, w- when you don't have much and you don't have much money and you're kind of, we couldn't afford to live on our own anywhere. We like the amount of money we made. Neither of us could have afforded to live by ourselves. So, it we kind of were stronger together. So, if, if one of us made more than the other, I think it might have gave uh, an edge to the one person, but that perhaps they could go it alone if they if if they didn't, if they wanted to just say they thought the relationship wasn't working and they could afford to live on their own. Whereas the other person, if they thought the relationship wasn't working and they couldn't afford to live on their own, I think that there would be a balance of power shifting there that, that might strain the relationship. No, it's a good, it's a good consideration. And, and it's, it's interesting you bring up that kind of that power dynamic because it makes you wonder if, if or how that may be involved with with this uh, posters um, situation as well, that kind of power dynamic that could occur. So you probably have a very relevant thoughts on this too. I would think you're knowing your situation. You, I, I mean, I'm just curious to where, where you, your link to this story. Oh, for sure. I, I even, I guess I, I started off uh, when I moved to the place I'm living now, I started off in a, a roommate situation. Um, 
with, uh, with, with, um, me paying rent there. Um, and that was the only expense that, that I paid. Um, obviously my, my rent was not, or the, my financial contribution was not really needed to, to keep the household running because the household was running prior to me moving in as a, as a roommate. So, um, I did, I did make that, that financial contribution, um, to that and, and in part as well, a lot of, um, helping around the household as well, holding my weight there. But um, following that, that my current situation, I am living with my partner and he does make um, currently substantially more. And And there's definitely this this idea that he was running the household before I moved in here as well. So there is definitely conversation around what my contribution can look like, but also, I guess, protecting or upholding what he has built here as well. So it's, um, it's definitely, it's definitely a very interesting and unique dynamic trying to feel like you are making a a contribution, but then acknowledging that your income is not quite, um, what the other person's may be, because obviously my, my boyfriend, he, he, he's, he's, uh, he's a homeowner. So it looks, his income definitely is, is substantially different than, than what mine is and mine could support. So the first comment uh, I wanted to look at was um, one that goes like this. So if she doesn't want to pay bills because she makes minimum wage, I can somewhat understand that. If she doesn't want to pay bills because she's a woman, that's uh, that's 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 messed up. Yeah. So if you don't want to pay bills because you don't have enough money, uh, I'm saying you still have to fix that. You still have to fix that you don't have enough money to make a contribution. That that's still broken. And if you don't pay bills because you're a woman, uh, unless he has agreed to that <laughs> that scenario, and I, it does sound like he 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 hasn't agreed to that, but I wonder, you know, he he must have at some level known what he was getting into. You don't just wake up one day and say, "Wait a minute, I'm a woman. <laughs> Why am I paying bills?" You, you don't you don't just wake up one moment and come to that conclusion. I got to think he knew what he was getting into. He just doesn't like it all of a sudden. And time is passing by and it's wearing him down. Uh, I do like the thing. If, if, if somebody's making minimum wage or not enough money to make a contribution, if, if that's the circumstance, I think that that's a reasonable short-term scenario where, hey, I, I'm really having a tough time. I don't have enough money to make a contribution. If you can be patient, I'm going to get on my feet and I, and I will, you know, be there. It, but I don't think that's the situation. I think it's the, the part two. She's a she's a woman. But I, I'm going to say he's got to own some of that. He must have known what he's getting into. And he's just, he's probably just venting on Reddit. And he's probably saying, what should I do? And a lot of people are telling him what he should do. I mean, run is basically what most people are saying. Um. But I would love to hear her side of this story. Oh, for sure. And actually, to I'm glad you um, to, to really uh, branch off what you were just said. Another commenter said, this situation is the perfect example of having assertive conversations and setting boundaries and expectations. They are like a magic trick to fleshing out someone's true character and true character in relation to your values and beliefs. Let her move on and find someone whose values match hers. Wow. That is spot on. Right. I, 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 that is a great, great uh, solution. I, I like that one. Um, the, the problem is I think these conversations should have probably happened prior to moving in together. You know, the, the, 
this this conversation should have have happened like into the three to six months of dating. I'm thinking, hey, do you plan on getting a job? <laughs> Was that something you're gonna you, you you've wrestled with the concept? I, I this this guy he's got to own some of this. The con- the this po- the comment was right. There needs to be a conversation about values and objectives and where you want to go in life. And if we're not together on the values that we both share, then this relationship won't work. I'm guessing this. You know, this guy probably knew this going in and thought, okay, I can change her. Ooh. Right? That could have been. And you don't get into a relationship hoping to change somebody. You you get into a relationship hoping to work with somebody. And again, I, I, I doubt this was a, a, like, I guarantee you, if we talked to this guy, he knew at some level that she had a hobby that she was hoping to turn into a business or she just doesn't really like working. And maybe just maybe I'm going to paint her in a very dark light here. So just, you know, this is a maybe I'm not saying I'm not, maybe she is attracted to this guy because he earns as much as he does, Ooh. knowing she could be supported, possibly. I don't know. That's dark, but I like it. A dark. I, mean, I, said, I said I was going to go somewhere dark. I said that first. It's dark. But maybe she's looking for somebody who can support her. And you know what? It wouldn't be the first time that's, that there has been a Reddit uh, post that really resembles that. But I have said countless times on this episode, I'd love to hear her story. Yeah. You know, I, I believe the three sides to every story theory. And I think the, 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 the one side to the story would be very important in the court of law. No, absolutely. Um, another another commenter, uh, there's a few more, a few more comments I want to kind of highlight. But another commenter uh, comment says, sounds like you should find someone who is on the same page with you financially. This is more of a relationship problem than a personal finance one. And it won't get better. I lose her quick. Wow, that's good. I like that. So this is not a relationship like the, the, there's a relationship problem. And it's the, the, this guy has spun it into a financial problem. Mm-hmm. You know, that their, their values aren't aligned and he's trying to resolve it through the avenue of finance. That's interesting. So the, it, maybe these, the, this couple doesn't get along at a whole bunch of values or a whole bunch of areas of life. And he's just decided that this is the hill that he's going to die on, right? This, this is the battle he's going to fight the finance one, but maybe they don't agree on kids and, what kind of house they should live in and what kind of car they should drive it. This could be a laundry list of, of what they should and shouldn't do. But the values, decided, but values in terms of a uh, woman's role within, within a partnership as well. We're talking those type of values. Yeah. So he, you know, in this, the, he's decided the, the personal finance hill is the one he's going to die on. <laughs> another, another comment that I, I want to highlight is bro. She won't cover a hundred dollars per month. Just think of that. And for her, it could be the principle of it, right? You said you were going to pay all the bills. <laughs> no, what's this hundred bucks about? <laughs> you know? Or maybe her hobby consumes a lot of hydro. Who knows, right? Maybe her hobby is, is all about hydro consumption and he's get annoyed by that. Maybe if, if her, you know, who knows? But um, yeah, if she's not going to, you know, pony up a hundred bucks for the hydro bill a month, then then without question, this this is uh but I, I think I'll go back to the previous comment. This isn't probably not a f- 
personal finance issue. It's a value issue. Yeah. No, I, I think so. There's definitely some value undertone. So I'm in agreement with you on that. One other, I think this might be the last one I want to highlight, but another commenter said, or another comment said, um, yeah, you may want to get out of this while you are, while you still can fairly unscathed, add a child or a mortgage payment to this, and you may have a very unhealthy living situation that will cost you tenfold in the long run. So she's not being painted in a very good light in these comments right now, but I really, I liked this comment. Well, and that's a good point. This is, you, you think getting out of this is hard right now. You, you add a child, a mortgage, and all of a sudden you need a lawyer to get out of this, right? You can't, you can't just walk away and, and you, this takes, um, you're in the system all of a sudden trying to get out of it. So that's a very valid point. This is, this is the acid test. You, if, if you can't make it work under these circumstances, you can't make it work. And, and one final comment I want to touch on, and this is, this is kind of playing into one of the other empathetic perspectives that uh, we were, we were talking about earlier, but, um, this commenter said, I'm in the same situation, I'm in this situation now, but my fiance takes care of most of the housework and we're engaged. She also has a business that's not pulling much money and hasn't paid herself. She also helps me save a ton of money. So I'm thankful for that. I'm in a situation where I'm, I'm making more than enough for the both of us. So it doesn't make sense for her to find a low paying job since she went into biology and anything related in that field makes very little. And it's also expected that she'll take care of kids after we have them. If you're making a lot of money, it's arguable that she could help in other ways. If she thinks she shouldn't have to pay bills because she's a woman, that's untrue. If she wants to take that stance, 50s style relationships, ask her to do all the housework plus social and, and drop her business. So another hobbyist out there <laughs> calling it a business and not pulling in any money. Um, I think the the commenter that you just read, that that's a, a, a couple making a life plan. You know, they, they, they plan to be together for life and they, they understand their each other's contribution. It doesn't always have to be financial. And they, they sound like they've sorted out their values already. Unlike this couple, their, their values are not, not aligned. No, I agree with you. And it, it, that last comment, it does sound more like a, a kind of an in it together partnership um, team type situation where they are really on, on the same page and like you're saying, have the same goals. So I, I, the, so that was the upvote, uh, reviewing some of the comments and kind of getting a, a sense of, of where, where other users are at with respect to uh, with this post. But the last segment to touch on today is the solution. And this is where we offer up a practical takeaway. So Trevor, given, given this post, given the different perspectives, we, perspectives we talked about, given the comments, I'd like to, I'm curious on your final answers or solutions um, and the best course of action that either this individual can take or any other listener who may be in a similar situation with, um, with different earnings, but bills to pay. So you have to look at this in one of two ways. You're either living with a roommate or you're living with your life partner. So you have to solve that dilemma first. And you could begin living with a roommate who turns into a life partner. But as long as they're your roommate, you are splitting bills. And I personally believe with roommates, you should split bills 50-50. Regardless of the earnings, you split them down the middle. 
That's my belief. With a roommate. If, if you and a, a girlfriend live together, Courtney, would, would you guys split bills based on income? If it was a roommate situation with a friend, I... I would, I would split bills 50% for sure. But again, with 50, 50, not, not based on income, right? No, but, but but based on the caveat as well, that the expense is one that we both jointly agreed on. I think that's important to preface. Yeah. And now it just say this roommate, this roommate brought some other thing to your living arrangement, still just a roommate, but they brought some other aspect to the, the arrangement say they they were a, a co- they cooked all the meals because they love cooking. Would you be willing to pay more money because the roommate did all the cooking? I think I think it depends. I'm gonna say no. You're still roommates. <laughs> yeah, you're still roommates. Fifty fifty. Do not veer from the fifty fifty scenario. So just say you you moved in with somebody who who you saw Kate could possibly someday maybe a life partner who knows but there's still a roommate 50 50 this is my solution section so I, i'm giving you my solution then at some point you make a commitment to, to each other that you you are, you're going to see yourselves together for, as life partners for life right or indefinitely like that's basically for life so just say you continue to spit the bills 50 50 with your life partner and let's just move this along from your, say you're in your late 20s, early 30s. Let's move it along to age 65. Now, if one person made a lot more money than the other person and you split the bills 50-50, well, the one person had the potential to save up a huge retirement fund, right? To retire at 55, just say, because they were splitting bills 50-50, but they made twice as much as the other person. When you and your life partner, did you really want, to retire at 55 and your your partner has to work till they're 65 before they can retire? Like, is that something that makes sense? Does that, is that, is that a, a future vision you could have? Well, sucks to be you. <laughs> I'm, I'm sleeping till noon. You go to work because, you know, you, you happen to make less money than me. I'm saying when you decide you're a life partner, that you pool your money together. You, you, you're, you're one person. You're one. If you got married... The, the legal system would see you as one person. The tax authorities see you as one person. You become one. And you, you share your money together because you're trying to accomplish things in life together. You're not trying to accomplish... You, you, you can't have separate agendas and be left partners. It just... I mean, you can have separate interests, but your, your life direction and your life agenda has to be on the same path. And if it is, why would you not just pool your money together and once the money's pooled together, then you you, you just pay the bills. It, it, it's it's money in, money out. It doesn't matter whose money went in and whose money went out. You've just decided to share a life together. This couple is definitely their roommates as far as I'm concerned. So you you have to, I think you split 50-50 with a roommate and you pool your money together, one big pool of money with life partners. And if you know, when I say life partner, I'm assuming it's going to lead to like marriage or common law or like you're just going to be together forever. You, you don't see this ever ending because you connect on so many levels. So that, that's my, that's my final answer. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, so I don't know if you have a, um, a solution at your end, Courtney. 
or do you, do you want to comment on my solution? I'd have to, I have to agree with your solution. And I think, I think the only, the only part that I think is important to tread lightly on is understanding when that pooled money joint effort, one person part takes place or comes into, into effect. But I do agree wholeheartedly with, with your, with your breakdown um, and obviously it, it, I think situation by situation, things are going to be different for, for each individual and circumstance. I mean, when my, with my roommate situation is a little bit unique and different in itself. So I think, I think there's no hard, fast rule, but I do agree absolutely with your broad general generalization of, of how it should play out and what it should look like. And on that note, that does bring us the end of this episode of Simple Money Solutions Reddit edition. You can always connect with us through social media and also by leaving a Reddit post in and adding Ask SMS, which stands for Simple Money Solutions, in your Reddit post so that we can see it, so we can use it as a, as a topic for, for an upcoming Simple Money Solutions episode. Thank you so much for being here with us today for this episode. And uh, we uh, will join you back here for, for our new show next week. 